0: This is Crowcasts, the podcast from Crow in the UK, a leading audit, tax, advisory and risk firm with global reach and local expertise. In our podcasts, you will hear from our specialists offering insight and pragmatic advice to businesses of all sizes, professional practices, non-profit organisations, pension funds and private clients. Hello and welcome to Crowcasts. I'm Nikki Owen, a tax partner within Professional Practices at Crow. This week's Crowcast is on tax planning and for some, I know, tax is not exciting or sexy and you are already probably groaning. Tax planning means different things to different people. Why bother? I can hear you say. Well, you can maximise the funds available for you and your family, thereby minimising the tax burden on the family. You can also plan for the future. Think about strategy, structure, and security in your financial affairs. Your tax planning will be dependent on where you are in your journey or cycle of life. Just starting out, a well-established career, a growing family, children flying the nest and looking for support at university or assistance in setting up their own homes, their own lives. Or perhaps you're thinking about retiring or are already retired. And I forgot that all-important, expensive, challenging one called divorce. I'm just going to give a little peep at some basic tax planning so that you have the comfort of knowing what you should be doing at a basic level. First of all, I'm going to be thinking about making use of allowances and reliefs. You may well be a higher rate taxpayer, but what of the other members in your household? How do you structure your savings and other income to make use of these allowances, sharing amongst the family unit? There is a personal allowance of 12,500, which is taxed at 0%. So other family members can make use of that. And there's income tax rates at 20%. Again, they can make use of that. Income between 100,000 and 125,000 is taxed at 60% due to the loss of the personal allowance. And above 150,000, your income is taxed at 45%. So if you can reduce your income and increase a partners who is on a lower income, overall the family unit benefits. You can also make use of pension and gift aid payments and get higher rate tax relief on most dividends. There's a dividend rate. The first 2000 of dividend income is taxed at 0%. And then there are a variety, three different rates, depending on whether you're a basic rate taxpayer, high rate taxpayer or an additional rate payer. There's a £5,000 starting rate for savings income. There's a personal savings allowance of £1,000 for basic rate taxpayer and £500 for higher rate taxpayer. There's also a property and trading allowance designed to cover those modest amounts from, say, selling on eBay and Amazon, renting out driveways or your home through Airbnb. And then if we think about capital gains, there's this annual exemption of 12300 You use it or you lose it. So how can you make use of that? Well, if you've got stocks and shares, you can, what we term, bed and breakfast, i.e. sell and then buy back. But if you're buying it back into your own portfolio, you need to give 30-day window before you repurchase those shares. Why not transfer your shares from your personal portfolio into your ISA portfolio and make use of those pregnant gains on those assets and utilise that capital gains tax annual exemption? Transfers between husband and wife. No gain, no loss, usually. So what else is there out there? Well, there's ISAs, individual savings accounts. Do you make use of the annual amount of £20,000 into cash or share ISAs? They're income and capital gains tax free. And there's also junior ISAs as well. The whole point of having an ISA is to build the portfolio up so that, say, when you're retired and you're on a lower income stream and you're thinking, I need some more cash. Well, you can take out cash from your ISA and you're not paying any additional tax on it. But the one thing I like doing is premium bonds. Now, why is that? Well, it's the hope value. If I've got some spare cash, yeah, I can put it in my current account. But you know as well as I do, I'm going to be earning a big, fat zero of interest. I could put it into a savings account. I'm going to earn slightly more than a big, fat zero, but on premium bonds, I could win £25, I could win the million pounds. But what it does have is hope. And you can banter with other family members about who's won £25 this month, who's got a win on the premium bonds, and that's why I like premium bonds. Now thinking about gift aid, you make donations. And the thing about gift aid, and I tell all my clients all of the time, you need to tick the box. And my clients tell me they tick the box. Ideally, it needs to be the highest rate taxpayer that is making those gift aid payments. But do you understand what it's all about? Do you get what ticking the box is all about? You tick the box and you're saying you are a UK tax resident and you're paying UK tax. So as long as that applies, and let me give you a little example, You make a donation under gift aid of £80 to a charity. The charity claims back from the revenue £20. That makes it up to £100. The charity's really happy. But if you're a higher rate or an additional rate taxpayer, you can claim further relief by disclosing that gift aid payment on your tax return. And for a higher rate taxpayer, you'll get a further £20 back. Which means that that gift aid payment has actually only cost you £60, and that for additional rate taxpayer, your tax liability will be reduced by £25, meaning that that donation has cost you £55. Charities need our donations, so make those investments and claim the tax back. But have you thought about security for your family? Coronavirus has focused our minds. Do you have private medical insurance? Does it cover other members in the household? Do you have critical illness? What does it cover? What about income protection? How much will you get if you're unwell? And what about life assurance? Does it just cover you? And what about other household members? And is it sufficient? Will it tide them over? So in summary, make use of those allowances and reliefs, transfer assets between you and other family members, Think about who should be getting gift aid, and don't forget security for your family in the event of illness or death. I have mentioned pension contributions. All UK residents under 75 are able to contribute up to 3600 gross, which is £2,880 net per year, regardless of income. The current annual allowance is the lower of your net relevant earnings and 40,000 pounds you can claim higher rate tax on contributions however if your adjusted income is more than 240,000 the annual allowance is going to be restricted by 1 pound for every 2 pound of income over and above that figure and the minimum allowance is 4000 on an income above 312,000 you are not going to build particularly large pension pots if you're only contributing 4000 per year. There is the ability to carry forward unused capacity for up to three years. It's complex, so make sure you seek advice. And don't forget, children. You can start a pension pot for them at a much younger age. And you're probably saying, well, yes, I can do my pensions. But as you said, I can only contribute £4,000. What else can I do? Well, there are some other investments that you can make. Of course, they're risky or more risky than pension contributions. And clients do them for different reasons. But you do need to take advice. And I'm only going to give you a very brief overview. There's venture capital trusts where you get income tax relief at 30%. Dividends are tax-free and it's capital gains tax-exempt. Then you have enterprise investment schemes. Again, income tax relief at 30%, capital gains tax-exempt. You can defer other capital gains tax and they're inheritance tax-free after two years. Then there's also seed enterprise investment schemes. These are even riskier. The investment is only up to 100000 per tax year. The income tax relief is at 50% and you can reduce your capital gains in the year by up to 50% of the investment. Again, they're capital gains exempt and inheritance tax free after two years. So that's all the reliefs at the moment that I can think of. But I have just mentioned inheritance tax. And what are you doing about inheritance tax? Do you have a will? Is it valid? Do you have a lasting power of attorney to other household members? and close family have wills and lasting powers of attorneys in place. If not, give them a nudge. You can make annual gifts of £3,000 inheritance tax-free each and every year, which is great for parents and grandparents to be redistributing their wealth. And what about small gifts of £250 per person per tax year? So parents and grandparents can give each child or each grandchild £250 each year, every year. There's also regular gifts out of income. It's complex. There's lots of hoops you need to go through. But it's a possibility. So all in all, it's a bit of a juggling act. We've got coronavirus to think about. We've got family life. We've got children. We've got our own relationships. We need to think about life post-retirement. Our investments. And of course, our working life. Think and take action. Take advantage of what there is and don't leave it until the last few days of the tax year. Do reflect on what I've said and I'm happy to discuss your tax planning options. That's all for this week's episode of Crowcast. Thank you for listening and I hope you have found it informative. There will be a briefing online providing more information and do seek advice on tax planning that is appropriate for you and your family join us next week for the next thrilling episode of Crowcast. I am now going to see if I can beat my personal best on a 1959 pinball machine. Until we meet again, bye for now. Tune in next time for another episode of Crowcasts. For more information about Crow, our services, industries we advise, and insights, visit crow.co.uk. We are an independent member of Crow Global, the eighth largest accounting network in the world. You can connect with us on social media by following Crow UK on LinkedIn or at Crow UK on Twitter.